0: First. We do have Bridget for Mark from Experian IT Assets. Bridget, thank you for joining us this morning and welcome to the show. How are you? Thanks, and you.: I'm good, thank you. So e-waste, uh, we're looking at some of the stats here. And by 2050, it says that more than double 120 million metric tons a year, Uh, is is being forecast if uh, this massive problem isn't tackled? Firstly, I think it's important to just give a bit of context what e-waste is. Could you give us a bit more insight into it?
1: Sure. So anything that we use that is electronic is basically considered as e-waste. So if you think of your mobile devices, your laptops, your desktops, um, all your appliances in your home, this is all regarded as e-waste. Um, and if you think of how many times in a year you replaced an electrical item, um, you've also got to consider where that electrical item lands up.
0: That's very, very key indeed. And um, in terms of 120 million metric tons, I, c- I can't even fathom what that looks like visually. Is-, is there any way you could give a comparison of what 120 metric tons in, in-, in- it can look like? And what does it affect exactly? Uh, someone may say, oh, you know, I chuck it out. But w- if it, we always look at things when they affect us directly. Correct.
1: So, I mean, if you look at some of the biggest buildings in France and um, let's take Santon City or the Michelangelo for example and, and you think of how high and how big those buildings are If we continue to disregard our um, e waste Eventually we're going to land up with piles Just as high or just as big as Santon City itself
0: mm. Is there a solution for this problem? And um, if for example a computer has become outdated Then um, what is the process just from a basic level?
1: So there absolutely is a solution to it. Um, We refer to it as bridging the digital divide. And what we do is we take, um, and specifically with your computer uh, disposals, is we take your old IT equipment, which would be your laptop, your desktop, or even your cell phone, and we refurbish it and give it back to those that otherwise couldn't afford a new device. Mm. Um, and there's, there's such a big divide, especially within South Africa. And if you just think about the schools alone and especially now during lockdown, um, how many schools did not have access or how many pupils did not have access to good computer equipment? What we do is we take the old computers and, and laptops, refurbish them, put a warranty onto them and we give them back to the community, give them back to the schools and the students.
0: Well, that's a, f- a fantastic way to turn a problem into a solution. Absolutely. What has been the response uh, from the corporate side and some of uh, the, the the schools or organizations that have benefited from uh, this much more effective way of disposing of uh, e waste?
1: It's obviously been very positive. Um, at the moment, it's our our busiest time. We've we've never been that this busy. Um, with corporates, they they need to find a company that can dispose of their assets in a compliant manner. Meaning, we need to remove the data off the assets as well. Mm. I mean, if if you're thinking about the information you share with your financial institution or your um, insurance house, that's quite a lot of information which is saved onto a external hard drive, perhaps. Mm. Um, when we take these assets out of the, the corporates, we need to remove the data off of those assets. So for them, we're solving their problem in removing the data in a compliant manner, and mm. getting rid of the asset in a compliant manner, and as well as an environmentally friendly manner, um, and then we're giving it back in a good working standard. So the response has been very, very positive. We're overwhelmed with requests, mm. um, at the moment, in fact, we're running out of kits to give back because there's just so many people in need, especially mm. now.
0: So would you say that there's an opportunity to make this into a corporate responsibility effort and provide a solution from a resource aspect? Uh, We talk about a lot of the inequality in our country. So would you say that there's a way uh, to, uh, from a corporate aspect to have a social responsibility and a practical solution for a lot of this inequality?
1: Absolutely. So the corporates are taking it into consideration. Mm. both from a corporate uh, responsibility perspective and as well as an environmental perspective as well. Mm. Um, look, most of your corporate South Africa are on board um, and they're all contributing positively already. So this is, I mean, this is beautiful from mm. our side and, and obviously to those who cannot otherwise afford any tech. Um, but it hasn't reached everybody as yet, okay. you know. Um, there's still a lot of, of corporates that we need to get on board that need to look at this from a sustainability perspective mm-hmm. and not from a way to gain um, financial mm. uh, benefit from it. So there's still, we have two aspects. We still have corporates that are looking to gain as much as they can from a financial aspect. Um, and then there's corporates that just want to do good. They want to give back, and they've already assigned this on as the CSI initiatives.
0: Hmm. If you've just joined us, uh, we are chatting to um, Bridget from Mark. Uh, She's at Experian IT Asset Disposal about e-waste becoming a huge problem. Uh, We have a large number of IT assets which are improperly recycled annually. So, Bridget, I'm a bit of a bleeding heart, but I do understand the practical element of uh, what we do and how we do it and why we do it. We've got the capitalistic Mm -hmm. aspect of it, but ultimately we've realized more and more that companies rely on people. If you don't look after people and your company... Company doesn't have uh, that appeal, then it, it will be very difficult to market. How do you have this discussion from a practical element? Let's say I'm listening in right now, and I know that my com- my company just chucks computers at the back of a truck. What implications can I implore, and what solutions can I provide? I'm sure some of these structures are there already, and you don't want to fight an organization; you want to partner with them.
1: Correct. Look, I mean, we, we generally go out and educate um, organizations. So we invite them back to experience head office in, in Kaya Sands and show them the processing. But we also educate them in, into what happens if they throw out an, an asset and it reaches the mm-hmm. Um There is so much impact that it does to the environment and that essentially is impacting us as well. I mean, if you dispose of an acid in a non-compliant manner and it lands up in a landfill which is close to a water source, if you think about the amount of chloroform or the amount of um, bad components that are in an acid, mm. that could land up in a water stream which is, is um, feeding a lot of people. Yeah. So the environmental aspect about it is, is obviously huge. Mm-hmm. And once people understand that, they... They generally onboard us to assist them with the safe disposal of their IT asset. I mean, we have a policy where we try um, refurbish absolutely everything. So we don't want anything landing up in that landfill. And then seeing us give back. So we invite the corporates to come through with us to do the donations. Um, Everything we do is transparent. So Mm -hmm. we give them the opportunity. So... We go collect the assets, we show them um, how exactly we refurbish them Mm -hmm. and then if need be we take them to the school in which we donated to or the organization we donated to and they're able to see how they as not only an organization but as an individual have given back to South Africa.
0: Mm. Just from a corporate responsibility side, is data erasure permanent? We want to do something good but we do not want to put our information at risk.
1: It is, provided you use the correct software to do so. Okay. So um, we've got three tools, and the, the one tool is physical data destruction where it shreds a hard drive, and that was very popular for a very long time because people were concerned about their data. Mm. But that obviously didn't comply to environmental laws. Um, we then partnered with a organization called Blanco, mm-hmm. um, who is recognized by Gartner, um, and we, we started erasing the hard drives and giving them back to the organizations to try obtaining the data off of the hard drives. Smart. Once, once they realized they were unsuccessful with this task, um, they were quite comfortable for us to start sanitizing a hard drive so that we could reuse it instead of physically destroying it.
0: Mm, Fantastic. Would you say companies are wasting money and resources due to misconceptions about data storage and erasure?
1: Absolutely. Um, We see a lot of companies where they've got IT managers sitting in a warehouse and their task is to look after the old IT equipment. Firstly, they're paying for a a warehouse to store old equipment Mm. and they're paying a valuable resource to sit there and look after that old equipment, which essentially is going to be disposed of anyway. Whereas we can assist them from a time of decommissioning with the disposal of the asset, that mitigates the risk of keeping the asset and, and losing the data. Hmm. And it also puts the IT manager back into a role which they should be, which is looking after the current IT equipment. Hmm.
0: Very, very interesting. And what compliance measures and regulations are there to ensure fairness and integrity of data erasure? I've looked at many aspects, for example, air pollution, and that requires resources that, uh, for monitoring and those kind of things. Is there a, a shortage in terms of supporting all those efforts?
1: It is currently. Um, Experian complies obviously to ISO standards, which ensures that everything we do is, is done correctly. Um, and then we also comply to your POPIA, which is your protection of personal information and your GDPR. Mm-hmm. Um, so we ensure that everything we do is is done so in a compliant manner. And having... Our services at Corporate SA, we're ensuring that they do their part as well in a compliant manner. ISO 14001, for example, um, speaks to your environmental aspect of disposing an asset, and, and we comply to ISO. Mm.
0: And uh, for our listeners, if they'd like uh, to introduce uh, this very innovative uh, um, approach to their e-waste, uh, where can they get, get a hold of more information?
1: They they're welcome to Contact Experian. Our contact email is ITAD, that's I T A D at Experian X P E I'm sorry, X P E R I E N dot C O dot they can also look at our website, all our contact information is there and, and that's experience folks X P E R I E N.
0: Bridget, thank you so much for your time this morning. If you just joined us, we are at the tail end of our discussion with Bridget Mac- from Mark, Experian IT Asset Disposal, uh, who is an expert. We're talking about e-waste, uh, what it is and how we can protect our environment and even maybe save a bit of cash. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, Bridget, please do be safe and all the best. And thank you too.
1: Thank you very much. Be safe.